The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Pickets, your Friday, April 12th edition. we got a 12-game slate on tap for you tonight, a big one. Lots of winning going on over there in the uh, Quant Edge Discord chat. Lots of winning going on in the Fantasy Sports Den Slack chat. Tons of great stuff going on these days. Um, love seeing the quick hits. Love love seeing all the, the work we're putting in and how it's coming out. So great, great stuff. If you want to join over at the Quant Edge, get all the great tools. They keep bringing out more and more tools. The umpire tools almost ramped up and ready to go. Saw that in the Discord chat this morning. They have Vegas tools. They're working on an, a StatCast tool, which is going to be pretty darn awesome for each daily slate. They obviously have the lineup optimizer and so much more over there. Really great stuff, plus all the great written content by myself and many others. If you want to try it out over there at the Quant Edge, it's a great, great deal. And the member Discord chat as well. $25 off the season package. Promo code Bubba. So go check that out. Promo code Bubba for $25 off the season package. If you're just looking for a free chat to, to chat with different guys for baseball, basketball, golf, pretty much any degenerate thing you can think of, we have it all over at Fantasy Sports DGENs in the Slack chat. Just DM the at Fantasy DGENs Twitter link with your email address, and we will slide you on in there, and you can enjoy your time there. But uh, lots of great stuff on both platforms. If you, if you feel like putting some shekels out there and getting the, the great tools, which make the, the price worth it, $25 off promo code Bubba at thequantedge.com. Or if you just want to try it out for a month, for your first month, you can try the all-sports package, NBA playoffs, baseball, the works, for $19.99 with promo code Bubba. So go to thequantedge.com. Promo code Bubba gets you $25 off your MLB season package or $19.99 for the first month of all-sports packages. All right. Now that the promotions are out of the way, one last thing. If you can go, get, go to iTunes, give this a rating and review, I'd much, much appreciate it. It would help me out a ton. Uh, I put in some time on this, and I, I love a little little help back. Take you guys a couple minutes, and the more ratings and reviews we get, the higher up the ladder it goes, so more and more people that might not know about us will find us, so we're not buried down below the likes of Roto Grinders and all those guys. So go check out uh, iTunes, get a rating and review. I'd much, much appreciate it. All right, Minutia, out of the way. 12-game slate on tap tonight. We got a big one, a big one, which you should expect on most Fridays, even bigger on most Fridays, but we'll start with 12 this week. Here's your totals. White Sox, Yankees, 9. Pirates, Nats, 8. Rays, Blue Jays, 8. Orioles, Red Sox, 10. 
Phillies Marlins 8, Mets Braves 9, A's Rangers 10 and a half. Indians Royals 7 and a half, Padres D-backs 8 and a half, Astros Mariners 9, Brew Crew Doyers 8, Dodgers Giants 8. We have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 of the 12 totals at 9 or above. We have 7 of the 12, 8 and a half or above. Yet 2, 10 or above. We have stuff to attack tonight. But when you're looking at the weather, be careful. White Sox, Yankees blowing out to left field about 15 miles an hour. Rain comes in later in the game. Hopefully it clears up and we get it in. Just keep that one in mind. Pittsburgh at Washington blowing out to left field at 10 miles an hour. Lots of rain in Washington. So that one's going to be iffy. Hopefully that changes as the day goes on as well. But keep an eye on that. Oakland at Texas blowing in from left field at 11 miles an hour. And I don't care because when we talk about the pitching matchup, we're stacking anyways, folks. And Cleveland at Kansas City, blowing out to left field. Another fun one to take a look at. All right, let's jump into it. You're pitching on this slate. Your top price guy, Carlos Carrasco, $11,000 at the Kansas City Royals. Yep, the wind's blowing out, but we don't care. Cookie is the man. Got beat around his first start at Minnesota, then at home at Toronto. Five innings, six hits, two earned 12 strikeouts for 30.5 DraftKings points. It isn't a, a gimme by any means because Kansas City does not strike out a lot. Uh, just below a 20% K rate. Carrasco almost a 30% K rate, 45.5% ground ball rate, but does give up some loud contact. Uh, Kansas City, 3.46 team total, third lowest on the slate. Lefties, 278. Righties, 296. But, you know, when you look at the, the Royals, 295 Wobo, 120 ISO versus right-handed pitching. So not lighting the world on fire. But they are a sneaky little bunch, as we've seen so far this year. So Cookie is 11K. He's at the top if you choose to go there. If, if you feel like it, go for it. If not, you can drop the Patrick Corbin at 10-1. At home against Pittsburgh, weather permitting, is a pretty solid matchup there. You got a uh, Pittsburgh team that strikes out 20.5% of the time. First left-handed pitching, uh, Corbin a 30.5% K rate, 40, almost 48% ground ball rate. And Pittsburgh does have the lowest team total at 3.4. Lefties 293, righties 289. And the Pirates at 262, Woba at 0.029 ISO. First left-handed pitching. It's pretty dreadful to start things out here for the Buccos. So Corbin at 10-1 if you want to save some money on Carrasco. Both in play, or you can say, screw it, I'm dropping down. You look at a guy like Chris Paddock, $9,700 at the Arizona Diamondbacks. The biggest thing with Paddock, the dude's stuff is electric, 1.04 ERA, 0.92 whip on the season. You just got to watch the pitch counts, you know, 79 pitches in his first start, 89 in his last. If he gets me 90 or more, I'm happy, but what we saw in that last start with 89 pitches was three and two-thirds, uh, one hit, no earn, but he had four walks with his four Ks. He's a young kid, and every now and then the, co- the control won't be there. His stuff is electric. When he faced the Giants, he had five in- five innings, two hits, one earned, seven Ks. He's got you 13.3 and 21.5. It seems like, you know, cash game-wise, I have no problem using Chris Paddock. Uh, Arizona's got some sneaky bats. There's no sugarcoat in that. But I think his floor is pretty good unless he just decides to go full Robbie Ray, and maybe the ballpark inspires him, and he walks the world. I have no idea. But it's an Arizona team that strikes out over 20% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Paddock is a minus-112 road favorite in this matchup. But you look at his numbers, 33% K rate, but 15% walk rate. And that's what gets you. He does give up some loud contact. But overall, very, very solid arm there. Uh, D-backs 4.15 team total. Lefties 259, righties 277. I'm pretty sure, as long as he's not walking everybody, you're going to get close to 90 pitches. You're going to get close to five-plus innings, maybe six. And he's got that strikeout upside, like I said, so for a cash game play at 97, I'm not I'm not as opposed to a GPP. The floor's not bad, but the upside's not there because he's not going deep. And that's the biggest thing, unless he's like super efficient, 
which I'm not counting on. So Paddock, I don't mind in cash. I think he's a good play. If you want to roll him in on GPP and hope he hits that ceiling, go for it. Because the ceiling is huge with a guy of Paddock standard. He can get double-digit Ks. He can go 6-7 shutout innings pretty easily. But he's going to have to do that to hit your number. And that's what you got to look at with Chris Paddock. So he's in play. Just buyer beware. So up top, I got uh, I got Cookie 1, Corbin 2, Paddock 3 in that order. But it kind of just depends on your lineup structure, your, your pricing, and whatnot around that area. But then we dropped quite a bit. J.A. Happ, I'm going to pass on. I'd rather attack him with Chicago Bats and a GPP. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez has been an absolute disaster. He's always GPP viable, but he's just been a mess. I won't go there. I like the Baltimore Bats. Some Trey Boo Boo will be coming in to play on that one. He dropped down to a guy like Jake Arrieta. This is a guy I don't like using very often. And he showed it his last start. Seven innings, five hits, three earned great. He went seven innings. He only threw 75 pitches. It's because he only struck out one guy. And that's what Jake Arrieta does. He, does. he pitches the contact way too much. Like, he was very efficient. If he does seven innings, five hits, three earned, and strikes out seven or eight, you're over the moon. You're ecstatic at 8800 bucks. But he's not a strikeout guy. He did strike out six and six innings against Atlanta. Got you 21.5 points. This was why I mentioned him, because it's the yin and the yang of Jake Arrieta. And... He's going up against the Miami Marlins in Miami, a pitcher-friendly Miami ballpark, and they strike out over 31% of the time versus right-handed pitching. So the upside is there with Jake Arrieta, 8800 bucks uh, on a 12-game slate that, you know, with 24 starting pitchers, you think we'd have a lot of really good options to choose from. We don't. The Aces have gone the last few days, so we're back down to some middle-of-the-pack type guys. But Arrieta against the Miami team with a 31.5% K rate, uh, is something to look at. He's got a 51% ground ball rate and only a 28% hard contact rate. The Marlins have a team total of 3.55. It is fourth lowest on this slate. Uh, lefties do hit 355, but righties 292 and the Marlins team with a 264 Woba and a 124 ISO uh, against right-handed pitching. So Jake Arrieta, a guy, as long as if you've been listening to this podcast for multiple years now, as we are in year four of this this beast, Jake Arrieta is not a guy I, I mention very often as a, as a play. On this slate, he dictates as a play. So I can definitely go and take a look at, um, at Jake Arrieta at 8800 bucks. Not a problem with that at all. He's actually a pretty good cash game play with some GPP upside. So uh, look at Jake Arrieta on tonight's slate. As you're going down, you got some Julio Urias at home against the Brew Crew. And a GPP, I see the upside because the Brew Crew are a team you can target at from time to time. They strike out almost 25% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Urias has been absolutely filthy. Just know that the Brew Crew have a ton of power, especially against lefties. So buyer beware, but in a GPP, Urias does have upside. He is, you know, you know there's going to be a cap on his pitches. Um, he's not going to go deep into the game. You know, he's thrown 77 and 74 pitches. That's the the, the rub you're going to get. So keep that in mind when you use him at 8700 bucks. He's not going to go deep. Similar to Paddock, he's going to have to be efficient. Paddock has about 15 to 20 more pitches in his arm than Urias does. That's kind of the difference, and it's a $1,000 difference on draftings. Corbin Burns, similar to Urias, GPP playing against the Dodgers. Dodgers, tons of pop. Uh, we saw Burnsy uh, when he's off. He's off. He gave up seven earned his last time against the Cubs. He had four earned against the Cardinals, but he struck out 12. He struck out six against the Cubs, which, which saved things. Big, big strikeout arm. He has trouble keeping the ball you know, from leaving the yard and giving up those big innings. So I'm probably going to pass on him out of respect for that Dodgers lineup and more options to look at tonight. Like Trevor Williams, $8,000 at the Washington Nationals. Again, weather permitting, but this is a GPP play. The Nationals offense is no joke. We just saw him put up 15 in Philadelphia. They got Trevor Williams coming off six innings, three earned, three Ks against Cincinnati. Not ideal. But the start prior to that, six innings, three hits, no earned, six Ks. Very ideal. It's the it's the yin and the yang with Trevor Williams as well. He's a lot like Jake Arrieta, 
but he has more strikeout upside. His national team strikes out 25% of the time. Um, and, and Williams has his 41% walk rate and limited hard contact. They're almost, you look at their stat lines right now, they're almost the same. Arietta, 18.6 K rate. Trevor Williams, 18.1. The thing is, Jake Arietta is in Miami against the Marlins. Trevor Williams is at the Washington Frickin' Nationals. So that's your difference there. The Nationals have a 4.16 total. Lefty's 314, righty's 294. So Trevor can be used if you need some salary relief. But honestly, him and Arietta, when you look at their numbers side by side, are very, very similar. Arietta, much better matchup. But Trevor Williams is no joke. He pitched well last year, and he started out pitching pretty well this season. So just keep an eye on him. Someone to look at. We drop down to Trent Thornton. 7800 bucks. Toronto Blue Jays at home against the Tampa Bay Rays. This kid came over in the Houston Astros trade. We talked about him on a recent Bench with Bubba uh, episode 160 with Heath Cummings. This kid's very, very good. You know, he's got the, the rec specs, got big leg kick, all that fun stuff. He's through five and two-thirds, two earned seven Ks at Cleveland. He threw five innings, two it's no earned eight Ks against Detroit. 20 or more DraftKings points in both starts. This guy's got some big-time strikeout stuff. you got to like what you're seeing there. And he is facing a Tampa team that, A, big fan of the Rays here. B, they do strike out a lot. Over a 26% K rate versus right-handed pitching. Trent Thornton right now has a 40% strikeout rate. That is not sustainable. But, man, give me 28 30%, and we're still over the moon. He has a 12.6% singing strike rate. He's not walking, guys. Does give up a lot of fly balls. So keep that in mind in that ballpark. But still, very intriguing at 7800 bucks. A race team with a 4.35 team total. So far in a small sample, lefty's 242, righty's 244. So Trent Thornton at 78 is on the radar, especially in your GPP formats. A little bit of cash upside due to all the strikeouts he can accrue if he gives up a few runs, as we've seen. The strikeouts do help quite a bit. All right, in this you know seventy eight hundred to eighty eight hundred range, I got uh, Arietta one, Thornton two, Williams three. I got Thornton over Arietta though. If you are looking for GPP upside, let's put it that way. Because Thornton's got that you know thirty point upside where Arietta's gonna have to have everything go right, and he could do it just because it's the Marlins. But it's it's more Arietta quote unquote safer floor, whereas uh, Thornton's got that bigger upside. I might actually pair some up. That that's that's a way to look at it. Now we drop down to the low sevens and into the sixes. You got Brad Keller at 71 at home against the Cleveland Indians. We did talk about the wind blowing out to right field in that matchup. That is less than ideal. Uh, Keller has not given up a home run this year. He gives up a lot of fly balls, but he's got six innings in all three starts. Three earned, three earned, zero. Uh, and he has three or more Ks in all starts. He's actually getting more ground balls to fly balls this year. His stretch day through 109 pitches his last time out. So he's going to go deep. He's had one bad inning in each of his last two starts. We get three runs. Other than that, he's pitched really, really well. He, like I said, showing some strikeout upside. And he's facing a Cleveland team that strikes out almost 28% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Uh, he has a 54% ground ball rate last night, so he's uh, this season. So he's really switching things around. He limits the hard contact. Just not a big strikeout guy, but it is a Cleveland team we know that is just dreadful. And they, they kind of woke up a little recently. The Jonas Martin and stuff are, are hitting. But as a whole, Jose Ramirez still is not hitting the baseball well at all. Um, so Keller is a guy you could definitely take a look at. It's a Cleveland Indians team with a four-team total, a four. Lefties hit 340, righties 278. So, again, Leonis Martin, uh, if you if you trust Jose Ramirez, uh, Jake Bowers is an interesting play. There are options out there, but as a whole, they're struggling. They have a 252 well, but a 138 ISO versus right-handed pitching. So, as a, as a cheap punt at 7,100, I have no problem with Brad Keller at all. Uh, you know the risk is there, but, again, he's 7,100, so you kind of knew that going into it. Uh, $7,000, you got Wade Miley at home against the Houston Astros. Very risky. I'll come out and say it. At Tampa Bay, 10.7 drafting points. He had three earned in six innings. He threw five and two-thirds shutout against Oakland. He only had four Ks in both starts. 
but he had a 10 to 5 ground ball to fly ball and a 13 to 5 ground ball to fly ball. Wade Miley is very, very effective versus right handed hitting. The uh, Mariners lineup is outstanding. There's no sugarcoating that at all, but they do strike out 22.5% of the time versus lefties. Again, Miley, not a big strikeout guy, but a 54% ground ball guy. So, Keeps the ball in the yard, limits the damage. Seattle, a 4.2 team total. Lefties, 366. Righties, 283 versus Miley. Like I said, righties do very, very well against, or he does very, very well against righties. Something to keep in mind, though, um, the Mariners right now have a 440 will win a 368 ice over lefties. They're crushing baseballs. They've homered in, like, every game this season. They've set MLB records. Um, it, it's an interesting matchup for Wade Miley. So, I think GPP 7K is relevant because no one's going to own him. Very, very risky. Brad Keller at 71 is probably a little safer. But Wade Miley, very, very intriguing on the slate with not much um, punt upside. Last guy I'll mention is Chad Bettis of the Colorado Rockies at the San Francisco Giants. 5800 bucks in that matchup. He hasn't been uh, doing well this year. He got beat up at, uh, at at home against the Dodgers. I'll let that one slide. But at Tampa, 5 and 2 thirds, 7 hits, 6 earned, 5 Ks, 5.4 points. The good thing is... You're going to AT&T Ballpark. And yes, I know it's not called that anymore, but as a Giants fan, I am calling it AT&T Ballpark. Um, he's facing a Giants team which strikes out almost 26% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Bettis has not been a big K guy so far, but he doesn't walk many, and he, and he gets a 50% ground ball rate. So at 5800 bucks, you could do much, much worse. You have a Giants team with a 4.2 team total, the same as the Mariners, just below the Dodgers, above the Blue Jays and the D-backs. There's a lot to be intrigued by here. Lefties are hitting 341, righties 352 off Bettis again, the San Francisco Giants. And if the Giants have a 242 Oba and a 121 ISO. So at 5800 bucks, you know you're punting the moon. You're not, you know, shooting for the stars here. Or you are shooting for the stars. You're trying for any, you know, wing and a prayer you can you can think of right about now. But uh, you got Chad Bettis who threw 91 pitches in his first start. He was limited in his last one because he got yanked after two and two thirds. But at 5800 bucks, he has that upside to really open up your lineups for you, get you some of the bats you're going to want, because there are a lot, a lot, a lot of bats on this slate. So he's in play at 5800 All right, down below, I got Brad Keller 1, Chad Bettis 2, Wade Miley 3. If you want to ultimately punt with Bettis, no problem at all. Recapping your pitching real quick, I got Cookie Carrasco, Corbin, Paddock up top. Go back and listen to how I, I described it. It's, it's a lot to do with how we're... Uh, how you want to construct things, what risks you want to take in that kind of format. In the middle is where you're going to make your bacon. you got Arietta 1, Thornton 2, Williams 3, Thornton more your GPP, Arietta more your cash with GPP upside. And then down below, Keller, Bettis, Miley. Miley, an intriguing GPP play against a very hot Seattle Mariners offense. All right, let's get crack-a-lacking on these bats on this 12-game slate. Lots and lots to choose from on this one. We'll kick it off with the catcher's position I uh, got Gary Sanchez day-to-day. Keep an eye on that because Lucas Chilino is in prime form to always give it up. But you slide on down. You've got a guy like Josh Fagley who's coming in red hot. He's 3900 bucks for Smiley and the highest total of the game uh, on the slate in Texas. Fagley went deep yesterday. His l- recent game, 16-12, 16-23, 12. So 12 or more in five straight games. He's crushing baseball. He's hitting 313 on the year. Three homers, seven ribbies, a 990 OPS. Fagley was a guy that we used a lot last year as a punt because he was the backup catcher, and he get his chances. Now he's the everyday guy, and he's, he's taking advantage of it. He's 3900 bucks versus Drew Smiley, who we, we know we can take advantage of. Uh, the A's have the uh, third highest team total at 5.3. Lefties, 346. Righties, 441 off Drew Smiley. So a guy like uh, Fagley, very much in play at 3900 bucks. You can go back to the Blake Swihart man versus uh, Hess if you'd like at 38. Don't uh, completely discount that, but I try to go with the Fagley. 
But then when you slide on down, you got some interesting decisions to make here. You got like Austin Hedges went deep yesterday. He's 36. But Robbie Chirinos at 3,600 versus Wade LeBlanc. I don't mind that at all. Chirinos, good power versus lefties. Uh, the Houston team has a 4.8 team total, fifth highest on the slate. Lefties, 296. But righties, 336 off Wade LeBlanc. So Chirinos, 3,600. Not bad at all. Uh, you keep sliding on down, though. You get Isaiah Kenner-Falefa at 3500 bucks against Mike Fires. He'll kind of get overlooked because people forget him in that Rangers lineup for one. And the fact he's got catcher eligibility here. He's got 11-5-5-10 in his last four games for five or more. So maybe more cash game than GPP upside. But at 3500 bucks, if you want a piece of that big, big total, uh, the Texas Rangers team total is 5.2, just below the A's. Lefty's 330, righty's 343, fires a little bit of a, well, just kind of sucks in general. But um, reverse splits, uh, get to him like righty's have very good success for him. And uh, Kenner Falefa at 35 could slide on in there and enjoy it. Uh, Chris Iannetta versus Drew Pomeranz at 34 is worth a look. If you choose to go there, I'd probably just try to get up to Kenner Falefa in that matchup. But like Francisco Cervelli versus Corbin at GPP at 33, I don't hate. Uh, you slide on down some more, though. Wellington Castillo at 3200 bucks for J.A. Happ. I'm a big fan of. We know how much beef loves his left-handed pitching. You have a White Sox team uh, with the second lowest total, which is surprising because J.A. Happ has been a disaster to start of the year, and the weather conditions in New York favor some pop tonight. Lefty's 282, righty's 320 against J.A. Happ. So beef Wellington at 3200 bucks could have some nice upside in that matchup. Uh, if he's not in there, James McCann, his teammate at 31, also hits lefties well. He'll get his opportunity to shine. Other than that, you're going to want to check lineups. We've, you know, a few days we, we get some guys down here. It wasn't as obvious for Friday night. Uh, yeah, maybe Jesus Sucre gets a start for Baltimore against uh, Eduardo Rodriguez at 28. If you want to punt, you could look at that. If Jeff Mathis starts for Texas, he's 28 versus Fires. Not nearly as ideal when it comes to an offensive upside. That's more of a cash game play, not GPP, because there's really no upside there with a guy like uh, Mathis maybe twice a year. First base, you got Bellinger versus Burns. Bellinger had an off day on Thursday to rest as he's been just so white hot uh, in a great spot versus Burnsy at 5,500. The Doyers have a team total of 4.35. Lefties, 352. Righties, 309 versus Burns. So Belly at 55. He's expensive, but very, very solid on this slate. Petey Alonso at 49. We've been on him a lot this year, especially yesterday. He went deep again. His sixth home run of the year. He's hitting 378, 17 ribeyes, 1362 OPS. Tweeted out a thing about his um, stat cast metrics last night. It's off the chart. So go check that out. But 21, 8, 30, 27, 19, 0, 12, 0, 18, 12. 12 or more DraftKings points in all but three games to start the season. He's a monster. He's 4900 bucks versus Kyle Wright, a good young arm in the Braves system. But let alone, it's Petey Alonzo in a great, great smash spot here. Um, the Mets team totals 4.4. Lefties 404. Righties 388 so far. Off of Kyle Wright. So Petey Alonso at 49 is still very much in play. Um, as you go down some more, Trey Mancini, absolutely love him at 4600 bucks. First base outfit eligible versus Eduardo Rodriguez. Mancini keeps crushing baseballs. Baltimore has a team total that should be higher. It's 3.7. The odds makers are still respecting Eduardo Rodriguez. Maybe he goes out there and, and deals today. Who knows? But I think Trey Mancini is in a great spot with some other sneaky Baltimore players in that matchup. But Trey at 46, very much in play. I mentioned Gary Sanchez at catcher. The Yankees are very GPP viable versus Luke, or Lucas Giolito. The Yankees have the second highest team total at 5.55. Lefties 376. Righties 320 uh, against Giolito, who gives up a lot of power, lots of home runs. 
So a guy like Luke Voigt in the GPP at 46 does have some upside. Freddie Freeman, he's swinging it really well. He's 46 versus the struggling Zach Wheeler if you choose to go there. Not sure that's where I want to go on this slate, but it'll be super contrarian. Go down to the likes of Mitchie Twobags, who was Mitchie Fourbags yesterday at 21 DraftKings points. He has 21, 14, and 14 as he's homered in three straight ball games for the Boston Red Sox. And the Red Sox have the highest team total at 6.3. That was not a mistake. 6.3. Lefty's 333, righty's 327 off David Hess. So Mitchie Twobags at 45. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, very interesting on this one. As you go down, you can look at a guy in a GPP like Mark Kana at first base outfield at 4,200 with his power versus Drew Smiley. Uh, a GPP player I do like is Jose Abreu at 4,100 bucks. He crushes right-handed pitching in his career. Go to Fangrass, go to the splits, look at his career numbers and the splits tool. You get the Woba, the ISO, the exit velo, all that kind of stuff. Uh, 4,100 bucks versus Jay Happ. Very nice GPP play. Uh, Justin Smoke will return when deep yesterday's 4K versus Stanek. And then the opener, that's the hardest part about picking Toronto bats. It is most likely to go Stanek, then Yarborough. So you're going righty, then lefty. So keep that in mind. As you go down to like a guy like Brandon Belt at 4K versus Bettis, definitely a cheaper first base option. You can circle the wagons around. Uh, Matt Adams, if he's in the Washington lineup, versus Trevor Williams at 39, another cheapie in the middle of that order. Uh, switch hit and jerks and Profar. First base outfit eligible if you're stacking the A's up against Drew Smiley at 3,900. You can look that direction. He only put up a two-pointer yesterday, but the 16, 35, 10, and 7 prior to that. So his bat is heating up in a really good spot there uh, in that matchup. The farther down you look, though, you'll have, you know, the GPP type plays of Yanni Diaz and Christian Walker not running to play those on a slate like this. Uh, Rowdy Telez, again, 3,700, big game yesterday. Again, with the opener, it's not 100% clear cut on where you want to go, but GPP-wise, you could look at a, a Rowdy Rowdy. But a guy like... Um, Jake Bowers, off to kind of a slow start. He's first base outfield eligible. He's 3,700, but he's coming off 12, 2, 14, 7, 7, uh, 2, 7, 9. So he's, his overall numbers aren't great, but he's getting you seven or more points in like five of his last seven. He's 3,700 bucks for uh, Brad Keller. So you can look at that in a GPP if you want to save some cash the position and go there. Don't forget Kendrick Morales is a switch hitter versus Drew Smiley at 37. Then other than that, you're looking at uh, you know Neil Walker in a GPP. Yuli Gurriel is interesting first base, third base at 36. Just a pure hitter. Not a lot of power. Still no home runs this year. But a pure hitter. 12-7-2-17. So seven or more in three of his last four. So for cash games, Gurriel at 36 opens up some roster space for you in a pretty good matchup for him against Drew Smiley. Or Wade LeBlanc, I mean. Wade LeBlanc. Second base, speaking of Wade LeBlanc, Jose Altuve at 47 is electric. I absolutely love this. He double-donged in his last game. He's um, homered in three straight games, four home runs in three games. 30, 19, 14, 19, 0, 10. So 10 or more in five of his last six against Wade LeBlanc. Altuve is a phenomenal play at $4,700 tonight. Uh, he slide on down the likes of Glaber Torres and GPP, similar to all other Yankees. He's got double-dong upside. Johnny VR at 45 as well is interesting. But Chad Pinder... Second base outfield eligible. He's 4400 bucks. His bat has woken up since going over to Baltimore. It's funny what Camden Yards and a crappy pitching staff can do for you. Multi-hit games in three straight. Found his first home run two games ago. Ten or more points in three straight games. He loves him some lefties. Great hitting environment versus Drew Smiley. Chad Pender at 44. Very much in play for you tonight. Uh, Ozzie Albies has been letting some guys down, but he's 4200 If you want to go back to that well. Against Zach Wheeler, you can. I love Wheeler. I think he figures it out, but he's been a mess right now. So if you want to go there, you can. 
Braves have a 4.6 team total at sixth highest on the slate. Lefties 306, righties 268 off of Wheeler if you so choose to go that direction. Uh, Brad Lowe, interesting GPP play at 4K versus Thornton. Uh, the farther down you look, though, you got the likes of maybe a D. Gordon contrarian action, maybe, but you got Jerks and Profire at 39, you can look at for sure. Uh, Rubino Dorn, a GPP at 38, I love. We know he's still struggling, hitting a buck 67, no home runs. He's had nine and seven DraftKings points in his last two games. Something to keep in mind there with him, though, just because big matchup, big ballpark, Matt Fires, 3,800 bucks, GPP, very relevant. So keep that in mind. When you slide on down more at the second base position, it gets very bleak. Again, Neil Walker at 36, Darling Castro at 36 against Arietta. You can kind of look there just because of all the contact he'll give up. Other than that, they're like a Dylan Moore second base shortstop for the Seattle Mariners is a guy you can look at. He's been filling in a lot. As they're getting healthier, though, we don't know if he'll be there. But 5-23-0-5 in his last four games as he's gotten some regular playing time facing the lefty Wade Miley, but someone to keep in mind at 35 if you're choosing to punt at the position. Third base, you got the red-hot Anthony Rendon at 5200 bucks, Very much in play for you there. Uh, but Matty Chapman at 46 against Drew Smiley is outstanding. Chapman had the day off yesterday with 34 points, 2-9 the previous ones. He exploded in Baltimore, hitting 305 with four Jimmy Jacks on the season. Great spot there versus Drew Smiley. Sliding on down there like a Manny Machado at 45. I, I'm going to keep using him as he's, if he's not near the highest-priced guy out there. If you want to go contrarian, Nolan Arenado has been just dreadful, but Drew Pomeranz gives up a lot to, to right-handed hitting. A lot. Lots of hard contact, lots of fly balls. You name it, they do it. So Arenado at 45 and a GPP, I definitely take a look at. Uh, Rafael Devers at 42 and a Drupal Cabrera at 42. Both in great spots. We mentioned the basically the Red Sox have the highest team total and the Rangers have like the fifth highest team total. Both well over five Rangers, or the Red Sox over six. So both great spots there at 4200 bucks, depending kind of more on your team's stack basis. But uh, Devers still hasn't hit that long ball, but he's starting to hit the ball more. 16 points yesterday and uh, at six the night before, two and seven. So back-to-back double-digit hit games for Rafael Devers. He's going to break open a big one here pretty soon. Could be tonight versus David Hess. Slide on down to like a Ryan Healy at 41 is intriguing. Uh, J.D. Davis, 3900 bucks, tweeted out a stat cast deal about him last night. He's crushing the baseball, and no one's paying attention to him. But uh, it's just a matter of time before he really blows up. Statcast metrics love him. He's thirty nine hundred bucks versus Kyle Wright. Very, very contrarian play. Not a must play by any means, but very contrarian if you're putting it together. Eduardo Escobar at thirty seven hundred versus Chris Paddock. Big three run homer from Escobar yesterday. Helped the mini out in the chats I am involved in. So go check that out. Um, other than that, though, Yuli Gurriel at thirty six. Nice little savings for you there at the position. Not a lot, a lot more. You got like Jung Ho Kang against Patrick Corbin at 33 if you want to punt, which I'm not really inclined to do with Kang, but you never know. Heading over to shortstop, and Bregman plays at 47. He's a great play versus LeBlanc, but we don't know if he's playing. Mentioned Glaber Torres already. Tim Anderson versus J.A. Happen at GPP. If you want to stack up some Anderson, some Embraer and company, you can. Anderson's hitting 514 on the year 11 to 15, 8, 16, 20, 32, 8, 10. So eight or more in two, four, six. Eight straight games. 4600 bucks versus Jay Happ, who's struggling tremendously to start the year and against lefties in general. Uh, Johnny VR and a GPP at 45, you could look there. But Xander Bogarts versus David Hess, he'll get overlooked in this matchup when you're looking at all your, your Bow Sox. Don't forget Xander, 9 and 15 in his last two. He's 4400 bucks in a smash spot. Similarly, Nolan Arenado at third, Trevor Story at 44 versus Pomeranz. Story struggling tremendously as well. Maybe Pomeranz is the guy to get you off the schneid. 
but a play I do like. If you're not paying up at shortstop, the fact Carlos Correa is only $4,300 on this slate is cash game, lock it up. 37, 8, 7 is last four, and then a 0 and a 16, a 5, a 9, and a 13, so 5 or more in like 7 of his last 9, so something to really think about there. So get yourself some Correa. As we drop down below Correa, though, you got the likes of uh, Gene Segura against Alcantara at 42 and a GPP or a stack. Fernando Tatis at 42 is in play daily. Tim Beckham, 42. Love me some Marcus Simeon. The shortstop position is loaded. Simeon at 42 against Drew Smiley is a great piece of an Oakland stack. So a lot to like there. I love Carlos Correa, but you, 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 you can drop down and get a lot, a lot to look at here on this slate. So lots and lots to choose from. If you're looking for value, this, like literally this is why we have the chats for positions like this with so many options. Uh, Ahmed Rosario went deep yesterday. If you want to save some cash at 39 versus Kyle Wright, don't hate it again. Uh, 23, 6, and 13 in his last two. Uh, big three-run bomb yesterday. He's got a good bat there. Save some cash with Freddie Galvis, who's been on fire. He's 3,600, went deep yesterday. Uh, 25, 17, 5, 17, 16, 11 for Freddie Galvis. is crushing baseballs in that Toronto lineup. Again, it sucks with the opener, but Freddie Galvis switch hitter, so doesn't really. Uh, there's really a platoon advantage there for Galvis. It won't affect him as much. Aledemus Diaz, first base shortstop versus LeBlanc at 36. If he's in the lineup, nice savings at first base or third base for Aledemus Diaz, so don't hate that as well. Brandon Crawford at 35. Um, he's, he's, he's swinging it well. He didn't get a hit last night, so he snapped his 11-game hit streak. But not a lot of power there with B-Craw, but in cash games, a little bit outside in that matchup. But a lot to like there at shortstop. If you so choose, heading to the loaded, loaded outfield, you got Cody Bellinger in a phenomenal spot. Mookie Betts and JD Martinez. JD's only 5K, he's the sixth highest short or outfielder, which is crazy. Both smashed spots for David Hess. Smash spots. You got uh, Harper, Yellick, interesting spots, Judge, GPP. But those uh, Bellinger, Mets, or Betts, and uh, Martinez are phenomenal. Then you get to Joey Gallo at 4900 bucks versus Mike Fires. I don't even mean to do this on purpose, but fire it up. Like Joey Gallo in a GPP, lock and load. And then you got Crush Davis at 49. Back-to-back double dong games. Back-to-back 30-plus DraftKings points games. Now he gets to go into Texas against Drew frickin' Smiley. 4900 bucks for Crush Davis. Lock it up. Uh, as you go down a little farther, they got Austin Meadows is swinging a hot stick. Michael Conforto against Wright I like quite a bit. And your GPPs, Hunter Renfro versus Weaver is in play. Mentioned Trey Mancini already. Big fan there. Ronald Acuna, he just took a trip to Coors Field. Now he's hot fire at 46. Don't sleep on him. Victor Robles up to 45. Getting a little pricier, but I still love him. Then you go down to the guys like Mitch Hanniger. I know Miley's good versus righties, but Hanniger at 45, very intriguing. Clint Frazier versus Giolito at 44. If you're doing some Yankee stacks, he's worth a, a gander. Uh, Jock Jams, don't sleep on him at 44 and a GPP versus Burns. Some nice upside in that one. Mentioned Chad Pender at 44. We like him already. McCutcheon, if you're stacking the fills, he's in there at 43. But then like Low Kang versus Urias, if you want to be a contrarian. Low Kang versus a lefty is very, very strong. So $4,300, you can look there. Same with George Springer. I know George Springer can be ultimately tilting. He's $4,300, 10 and 11 in his last two. Maybe more cash game than GPP, kind of like Correa. But a very good spot there versus Wade LeBlanc at $4,300. So like us on George Springer tonight. Sliding that down some more, though, like a Starling Marte. This is Patrick Corbin, so buyer beware at 4,200. Mark Connett at 42 versus Smiley. Very, very nice. Similar to the Joey Gallo sentiments, you got Nomar Mazzara at 4,200 bucks. He's hitting the ball very, very hard. Playing around his stat catch page last night. Very good stuff there with Mazzara at 4,200 versus Matt F- Mike Fires. Same with uh, Shinsu Chu at 42. 
So lots to like there in the Texas outfield. Very much to like there in the Texas outfield. Slide on down some more, like a David Peralta versus Paddock at 41 in the GPP. Same with Cattell Marte. Ryan Braun likes his lefties, just like Low Kane. He's 4,100 versus Urias. So there's someone else to look at. Steven Piscotti, been a little quiet of late, but 4,100 bucks versus, um, versus Smiley's in play. Piscotti's like the only one that really did not hit the whole series in Baltimore. It's pretty crazy, but uh, he's there and does hit lefties very, very well. Going on down farther. Jake Marisnik in a GPP versus LeBlanc at 4K crushes lefties. He's at the bottom. If you want to do like a, rack, a wrap around with Houston with like Marisnik, then go Springer, Altuve, Correa or something. You can be different in that respect with Marisnik. Uh, you go down far like Brandon Belt mentioned him already. Uh, Nick Marcakis versus Wheeler at 39 GPP type stuff. Fran Mil Reyes, 3,900 bucks hit a bomb yesterday. He's heating up. Uh, if you look at the X stats on StatCast, he's one of the most unlucky hitters out there right now. Uh, so keep him, keep him in mind when you look at him in GPPs at 3,900. Farther down you go, Delano the Shields Jr. is always GPP relevant with the speed upside. Uh, Brandon Nimmo at 38, definitely starting to slowly get it going. Only four points last night, but uh, the 11, 23, 9 previously to that. He's 3,800 bucks. If you're going to attack Kyle Wright, Nimmo should be a part of it. As you go down farther, if Alex Verdugo makes the lineup, he's GPP relevant. But Eloy Jimenez is down to 3,700. I'm liking that quite a bit. Uh, he's not lighting the road by, on fire. 5, 8, 6, 2, 9. So he's got cash game viability. He's hitting 279, but still looking for that home run. Again, he's facing J.A. Happ and a G. So I want to say cash game because he's got a good floor, but it is Happ, so I respect him slightly. So more GPP for Eloy, but still interesting play. Kevin PR is hot fire at 3800 bucks with deep again yesterday. He's homered in three of his last four in AT&T. 14, 14, 15, 25, a 0, and a 10. Swinging an extremely hot bat for the Gigantes. So uh, PR at 38 if you choose to go that direction. Other than that, you got Jake Bowers at 37. Jorge Soler, GPP only. Homered in back-to-back games. Uh, Steven Duggar leading off at 3600 He got you three DraftKings points last night. He got caught stealing, so he's trying to get it going for you. But uh, he's kind of that's why he's a punt. He's cheap. Uh, other than that, check line. It's like a Joey Ricard at 34 could come into play. Maybe a few others. All right, let's recap your pitching real quick. Up top, Carrasco, Corbin, Paddock. Depends on your lineup structure. All three in play. In the middle, though, you got Arietta, Thornton, Williams. Arietta, more cash. Thornton, more GPP. Arietta does have GPP upside, but uh, definitely a nice solid floor there against the Miami Marlins. And then down below, Keller, Bettis, and Miley. So keep those in mind. Miley, GPP play indeed. When we're talking stacks on this slate, the Red Sox versus Hess is pretty obvious. You got the Yankees versus Giolito. We talked about them in the GPP. But Oakland and Texas are amazing. Oakland for sure versus Drew Smiley. Texas versus Mike Fires. Uh, the A's will be the more popular of the two, and rightfully so. You got the Astros versus Wade LeBlanc, which is outstanding, and they're not that expensive. They got kind of a discount, which is interesting. And then it just gets kind of personal preferences. There's so many options. You know, the Braves, lefties versus Zach Wheeler could get interesting. But the Mets versus Kyle Wright, I like as a stinkier one. I do respect Kyle Wright. He's pitched one good and one bad. Young arm, that's what's going to happen. Uh, you got the Padres versus Luke Weaver. could be interesting. Uh, the Dodgers, lefties versus Burns in a GPP. Uh, the Rockies versus Pomeranz, but it's in San Francisco, so pick your poison. So it's, it's really interesting to see how it goes. Like the obvious ones, Red Sox, Yankees, A's, Astros, Rangers. That's your obvious top five. Then you mix a match, and that's why you join up in the chats. You join up at the Quant Edge for the articles. All that really good stuff there. All right, BVP, then I'll send you on your way. Tim Anderson, 6 for 10, triple and a homer off J.A. Happ. 
James McCann, 5 for 15, double and a homer. Talked about both of those guys earlier. Even Jose Abreu, 3 for 10. And I, I wrote him up for the batter breakdown sneak peek there for you. Um, as you go down farther, Starling Marte, 4 for 14, two doubles off Patrick Corbin. Uh, Joey Ricard, talked about him at 3,400. He's 5 for 15, double and a homer off Erod. Jesus Sucre's taking a deep, cheap catcher. Trey Mancini, 6 for 20, a double and a homer. Uh, some options there for you. Curtis Granderson, 10 for 32, two doubles, a triple, and three homers off Jake Arrieta. If you want to be super contrarian, you can go that direction. Freddie Freeman, 10 for 19, three doubles, two homers off Zach Wheeler. So Freddie hitting 526 off Wheeler, likes that quite a bit. Ahmed Rosario, 3 for 7, two doubles. Elvis Andrus, I forgot to mention him when I talked at shortstop, but he is a great play. He's hitting 380 on the season. Not a ton of power, but he's hitting very, very well. Double-digit production. He's 7 for 23 with a double and two homers off fires. Gallows has two homers. Rudin Adore has two homers. Delano the Shields even has one. Shinsu Chu, 6 for 18, two doubles. If you needed more reason to like the Rangers, there you go. Um, Whip Merrifield, 7 for 17, two doubles, a triple, and a homer off of Carlos Carrasco. Uh, Edwin Encarnacion, 7 for 16, two doubles, three home runs off Wade Miley. Something to keep in mind there. Josh Reddick, 6 for 13, two doubles and a home off LeBlanc. Marisnik has taken LeBlanc deep, so has Chirinos. Brandon Belt, 9 for 25, two doubles and a home off Chad Bettis. Panic and Pablo and Crawford have all taken him deep as well. And that'll do it for your edition, your Friday edition of Quick Hits. Again, go check out thequantage.com, $25 off the season package of MLB or try a first month of the All Sports Package for $19.99. Either way, promo code Bubba gets you that. If you're looking for just a free chat to chat all sports, all gambling, all fantasy, you name it, we got it. Come over to at FantasyDGens, FantasySportsDGens.com. Join the Slack chat over there. And go check out all the great content over there. Uh, we got the Italia Serie A soccer coverage for you. Masters is in full go right now. And much, much more going on over there. Bench with Bubba. Episode 160 with Heath Cummings. Episode 161 with Michael Yahara of the fantasy gospel go check those out to get you your season-long fantasy and just baseball content in general around the base with Bubba and Mo recapping the week two baseball action we get into more injuries and more fun stuff there but most importantly good luck on tonight's 12 game slate let's stay hot folks let's keep crushing the DraftKings action um give a rating and review on itunes i'd much much appreciate it have a great weekend enjoy the masters i'll be back with you on monday but this was mlb dfs quick hits your friday april 12th edition i'm out